Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Assisting us today, our lector is Greg Zelesnik. Our cantor is myself, and my name is Fred Walter. Our organist is Tom Conroy. Our deacon is Reverend Mr. Frank Szymanski. And our celebrant is Father Joe Keenan. Holy wisdom, lamp of learning, bless the light that reason prends. Teach us judgment as we kindle sparks of thought your spirit sends. Sanctify our search for knowledge and the truth that sets us free. Come illumine mind and spirit joined in deepest unity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with, with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, as we gather to celebrate these sacred mysteries of our faith, we call to mind our sins, but we call to mind also the Lord's mercy and compassion for us as we come before the Lord seeking forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, come into our hearts and heal our wounds, our sufferings, and our failures. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, and we adore you. We glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. For you alone are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Oremos. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, 
forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. As the Lord spoke to me, the Spirit entered me and set me on my feet. And I heard the one who was speaking say to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, rebels who have rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have revolted against me to this very day. Hard of face and obstinate of heart are they who, whom I am sending you. But you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God. And whether they heed or resist, for they are a rebellious house, they shall know that a prophet has been among them. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, that I, Paul, might not become too elated because of the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints. For the sake of Christ, for when I am weak, then I am strong. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all of this? What kind of wisdom has been given to him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary? and the brother of James and Josie and Judas and Simon. And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to him, to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deeds there apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
in 1789, was Bishop John Carroll, and his see was the Diocese of Baltimore, Maryland. His diocese extended from the New England states to Georgia. The bishop had about a dozen priests scattered throughout the 13 states of the United States of America to assist with the mission that he was given to him. In those days, Catholics didn't have the luxury to complain and gripe about reorganization. They were lucky, perhaps, to see a priest once a year. And yet, unfolding from those first burgeoning days of the church, we have the church in this country that stands as, perhaps, the leadership for all the other Catholic churches in the world. But somehow the venture of building church kind of paralleled the venture of building a nation. And Bishop Carroll recognized that a specific moment in history wherein he recognized the necessity for imploring Almighty God to assist in this birthing of a new enterprise. He understood the necessity of relying on God to be a guide, to be the guide for the understanding of its goals, of its purpose, of its direction. And it's important that as we gather on this 4th of July, some 200 plus years later, we recognize that the church is still on a venture of growing, becoming. The task is not finished. And likewise, too, we recognize the task is still unfolding for the building of our nation. We don't have a finished product yet, but by golly, we're working on it. And we'll find the ways and the means through, through prayer, and through dedication, and belief 
but we can make, with God's help, this venture come even more alive and more vibrant in the world. And it behooves us, especially as a Catholic people, to perhaps incorporate the reality that comes within the context of the readings of this 14th Sunday in ordinary time. The task is not easy. The task sometimes brings with it a lot of opposition. And you know, if anybody can give us a picture of our mindset and our heart, it's St. Paul. To be optimistic in midst of being opposed. To be optimistic in having the message rebuffed and rebuked. As Paul was able to take the beatings and the shipwrecks and the exiles that were a part of his life, there was still an innate joy in his being a witness to the gospel. So whether it be the church today or our nation, we too are invited. Make sure we never lose that sense of joy, that sense of hope that comes with any great enterprise or any great endeavor. Our Savior certainly had his work cut out for him when he went back home. And the problem basically was the townspeople had an over-familiarity about Jesus. Yeah, we know what he's all about. He grew up with us. We, we know his mother Mary's a carpenter. And in that sense of over-familiarity, there is, if you will, the construction of barriers that we don't need to know anything more, that we don't need to grow in a greater possibility that we are content, thank you, with what is. And the least that we could care about is what will be. And so our Savior gives us <clears throat> an example for our own daily lives, as St. Paul does within the life of our church, but within the life of our nation. Don't be so quick to assume an over-familiarity as the followers in Jesus' day did with him and his message. And that message sometimes is a very difficult message to proclaim.
we risk watering down our truths, our beliefs. We risk trying to over-accommodate rather than to challenge. God certainly pointed out that out to Ezekiel the prophet. You're not going to get a standing ovation, let me guarantee you that right now. You're going to be booed and hissed and you're going to be chased out of town. But I want you to give the message to my people, a message that calls for reconciliation and renewal, a rededication of spirit, an adherence to the truth that comes from the law of God. It's appropriate, especially on this day and this weekend, that we get a sense of unity about being church, about being a nation. That we not cast aside and spout discouragement and disillusionment. That we not badmouth the Pope or the President. That we not badmouth the bishops and our representatives. But rather that we work with a prophetic voice and heart to make things happen according to the plan of God. Bishop Carroll understood this when he was invited by President George Washington to give the blessing at his inauguration. A blessing that invited Almighty God to strengthen, renew, and build up the purpose for which this nation had been established. And it's something that you and I are invited to reflect on and to pray on in our own lives each and every day. And as a people of faith, we continue to work and to be active citizens, not only here in our nation, but active citizens in the world, active citizens in the church, active people bringing the prophetic message that has always been of God. Do not expect a standing ovation do not expect applause. Do not expect to be welcomed home. But rather, we walk by faith as each and every day we recognize who we are, what we are called to be, and give thanks to Almighty God for what he asks of each and every one of us each day of our lives. We offer to our loving and gracious God in these our prayers of aspiration, the needs and the hopes that we bring in trust before him.
our response is, hear us, O Lord. In gratitude for your loving protection during the COVID-19 pandemic, and for all those still struggling to find health and healing, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. As we celebrate Independence Day, we pray with gratitude for all the freedoms we enjoy, especially religious freedom, and for all those whom, whose freedoms are not yet protected as they ought to be. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those affected by the condo tragedy in Florida, that the lives of those lost may be honored and survivors may be cared for. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for an increase in justice for and recognition of the dignity of those in the indigenous communities. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Lauren Knuff and Joanne Livingstone, may they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today all the parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. In gathering our prayers together, let us now pray our prayer for unity, which you can find in the bulletin. Together, we raise, we raise our, our voices, voices to Mary, Mary Queen, Queen of Peace, Peace our, our Mother, mother and to our most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith and spirit of love and the hope of peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your, your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Mm -hmm. 
for those right. celebrating virtually, we offer an act of spiritual communion. The blood of Christ. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Well, before we conclude uh, Holy Mass uh, this evening, uh, first I would like to take the opportunity to welcome anybody who is visiting our parish community this evening and has joined us for Holy Mass. We welcome you uh, on behalf of Father Michael, extending to everybody uh, a very happy and safe uh, 4th of uh, July, uh, especially if they'll be doing any traveling to family or friends uh, tomorrow or Monday, you know, safe, uh, certainly have a safe travel. I couldn't help but uh, think uh, in the history and the story of our parish that 4th of July was always the biggest time of the year at St. Mary of the Mount Parish. It's when we used to have our, our parish festival and this park, these parking lots would be just mobbed with people. And I'd be standing at the end of the, of the driveway there uh, making funnel cakes and I'd be you know, directing people to the, uh, to the, uh, uh, the Ferris wheel and uh, the other rides that were available. And uh, Manny would be walking up and down Grandview Avenue selling raffle tickets, you know. So uh, happy days, uh, good days. And, and yet at the same time, uh, we live in a spirit of hope and we live in a spirit of moving onward. We do so as a parish now under the auspices of Mary, Queen of Peace. And she'll continue to guide us and I'm sure she'll take us for a ride one way or the other in our, in our journey together of faith. So again, a very uh, blessed um, uh, holiday to everybody and a special welcome to uh, anyone who has joined us today. just have one announcement this, this evening. In today's bulletin, you will find the financial report for the first quarter of this year. Please look over it carefully, and if you have any questions, you may submit them to the Parish Finance Council. Complete financials are also available on the Parish website. Thank you. Oremos. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.